I'm Alex L. And I'm Libby Delena. Welcome, Welcome to, to This Morning, Morning Walk podcast. Good morning, Alex. Morning, Libby. How are you? I'm good. I'm good today. I have my tea with me and I'm feeling good. I feel the same way. I, you taught me a word called petrichor, which is the smell of rain. Came from, I think it was embedded in your book after the rain. In any case, uh, it's been raining a lot here. And now whenever I step out to go for a walk and it smells like that really juicy smell, vibrant smell of rain, I think of you. So that's what my walk was this morning. Oh, that, that's a good walk. Petrichor. I remember like my editor wanting to take that out of the book. She was like, no one's going to know what that is. I was like, if they don't know. They can look it up. <laughs> I'm glad we kept it. I'm glad we kept it. Yeah. In fact, at one point I was walking along and there was just a ton of puddles everywhere. And I thought, okay, I'm almost home. And I just jumped, jump, jump in every single puddle along the way. Did I get wet? Yeah. I was soaking wet. Was a little uncomfortable? Yes. But I was 15 minutes from home and now my shoes are drying out. But yeah, that felt really good. Felt like I was six years old again. Mm, that inner child work that we find on our walks, huh? <laughs> So what do you want to talk about today? I don't know. You tell me. What are you feeling? So I have this book. It's by Barbara Brown Taylor, and it's called Learning to Walk in the Dark. And it's not about walking, but the title is so just divine. So I want to read the inside flap, and then I want us to talk about like how we find the light on our walks, even through our darkest moments. That's what I'm feeling today. Beautiful. Okay. Darkness is shorthand for anything that scares me, either because I'm unsure I do not have the resources to survive it or because I do not want to find out. If I had my way, I would eliminate everything from chronic back pain to the fear of the devil from my life and the lives of those I love. At least I think I would. The problem is this. When, despite all my best efforts, the lights have gone off in my life, plunging me into the kind of darkness that turns my knees to water, I have not died. The monsters have not dragged me out of bed and taken me back to their lair. Instead, I have learned things in the dark that I could have never learned in the light. Things that have saved my life over and over again so that there is really only one logical conclusion. I need darkness just as much as I need the light. Ooh, if that doesn't make you want to buy a book. <laughs> well, you do such a beautiful job of reading it. Oof. I love that line. I learned things. Correct me if I'm, if I get this wrong, but I learned things in the dark that I could never have learned in the light. Yeah. Ooh. I know. So what really called me to this is I have learned so much on my walking practice about walking through things, right? You and I have talked about this, about finding ourselves and our feelings and facing them head on. And normally that feels really dark for me. That feels kind of blinding. I think she mentioned something in here about her knees feeling like water right? The kind of darkness that makes her knees turn into water. And I have had moments on my walks where I just feel like a puddle, where I just feel like, wow, I can't see what's in front of me. 
even if it's physically light outside, I could be walking through something that is extremely heavy and dark. And so the title of this book, Learning to Walk in the Dark, was just like, that is what we do. Even when it's nice outside, even when it's not dark out, we're learning to walk through the heaviness of our lives and the lightness, but it's like, we need them both. I'm curious to know your thoughts there. Her framing of when her, as you point out, her knees turning to water. I think we've all had, it's part of the human experience to have that feeling of being so overwhelmed that your body feels like it can't support you. You know, your knees is water. It just feels unstable, uh, wobbly, uncertain. And you and I have certainly talked about the joy of walking, the beauty in walking. And it, it is also a practice, a tool, a way to navigate through the world, even when your body feels wobbly, even when your knees feel like water. The act of walking, I think, is a reminder. I'm sturdy. I'm here. I can move through this emotional ecosystem, this quagmire that I feel, this darkness. I can still move. I can still move forward. I can still find my feet. I can still find the ground. So I think walking for me is this reminder. I am here. I am here. And even if there is darkness in my thoughts, in my body, and what's going on, I remain. I, you know, I don't really know how to articulate it other than it is the act of putting your feet on the ground step by step that I think our knees become less like water. I think they become sturdier. I think it is this sort of recommitment to this reminder that we are here even when it is dark, even when it is light. I think we, you and I talked about this not long ago. It's this notion of this is what it is today. It's dark today or it's light. We welcome both. Our practice of walking solidifies us, nourishes us, and reminds us that we are. In that being, there are things to learn. And I love when she says um, that she's learned as much in the dark as she has in the light. And I think for me, that's what walking does. I am still learning. I'm reminded that I still exist, even though it feels so heavy. I love how she said, I have not died. <laughs> I have not died. I am here. I am here. Like this thing that I'm walking through may be breaking me open, may feel like it's breaking me down, but I have not died. It has not killed me. I am still here. And I love when people speak in layman's terms. That's something else that I have been really feeling drawn to is like saying what you mean and not over talking it. Her simply saying, yes, I need the light and the dark. I am learning through them both and I have not died. So I am gonna be present with both the lightness and the darkness of my life. I think there is something so powerful about that without having to like use all these big terms and fancy language and metaphors and stuff. It's just like, no, I'm still alive. And with me being alive in here, I can walk through this 
I can learn through this. I can heal through this. Oh, that's so beautifully said. That's so beautifully said. I think you're exactly right. I am here. I can continue to take steps. There is light and dark, and they are both essential. The sun goes down, the sun comes up, and we are here. And we are here. And every day, we are here still, you know? And like, that won't always be the case. And so what are we going to do with the time that we have here, with the darkness that we have, with the lightness that we have, with the walks that we have? That, that's really what I've been thinking a lot about, like legacy, purpose, joy, pathways through pain, you know, like allowing myself to just walk through things. And sometimes it feels really deep and sometimes it's just like I'm mad as hell and I'm going on this walk to blow off some steam, to stomp my feet, to cry, to yell, you know, and to hopefully not be as mad when I walk back in the house. Like it's a self-soothing tool. Yeah. And it's that simple, right? Yeah. 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 I think one of her lines too is something about when she enters the dark, sometimes there's something that she says, I do not want to find out what the message is, right? I do. And I think sometimes that's it for me. I'm like, ooh, I feel something kind of burny and scratchy in my in my spirit and my soul, or I feel like a little anger bubbling up in places where I can't scratch it. And I don't really want to find out what it is. Like, I, I think I'll go make a cup of tea or I'll go do something else. I find when I go for a walk, I'm like, I can't avoid it. There it is. There it is. That place that I didn't want to find out and that feeling that I didn't like for me. And we've talked about this. It's when I add motion to my emotion, I actually see it clear somehow. I can't tuck it away. I can't hide it away. So I love when she says, I didn't want to find out what was in the darkness. And yet when we find out, I think there's opportunity for growth, there's opportunity for healing, and there's opportunity, I'll even say for rage. I, I'm a big believer in rage and anger as a tool for facing it and harnessing the power of it, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Usually when we show up with rage or anger, it's because we feel like something needs to change. And it's not until we harness that energy, the things actually start to change. <laughs> so I do not want to find out. Well, for me, it's walking is where I am safe enough to find out. I'm not avoiding it. I'm not beginning to look it square in the eye. And I feel safe enough to do that. Yep. Can't avoid it. It shows us our resilience. It shows us ourself. It shows us our truth. It shows us so much. Like I, and that's something I did not expect when I started walking. I didn't. I was like, it's just a walk, but it is not just a walk. When you are present and when you are present and when you are choosing to look at the things in your life, in your heart, in your mind, in your body, it's not just a walk. It really transforms your ability to be in your life and be with yourself. You know, for me, at least. Oh, 100%. Uh, maybe this is going too far, but I would almost say it's a radical, wildly radical act of love, right? I mean, as you said, it's a tool to sort of dig deeper and host all of those feelings in your body and your spirit, your mind, host it in a place that is incredibly safe. Yeah, I would say it's, it's a powerful act of love. What has 
your darkness in your life that you've walked through taught you about appreciation for when the light is here? The reason why I'm asking that is because I think when we are in this space of flow and ease and joy and lightness and airiness, we don't, we're not fully attuned with that, with what it's bringing to our lives, right? It's when that disappears or the darkness overtakes the light, that joy, that ease, that we're like, oh, we're scrambling to get back to that place. So I'm curious, what has your darkness taught you about honoring the light while it's here? Because it's not always going to be a beautiful, you know, experience in our lives. Like we're going to struggle. We're going to be scared. We're going to grieve. Right. So it's like, how do we find gratitude for like all of it? Like, how do we become a container to hold it all with a grateful heart? That was a really layered question, but. Oh, it's a great question. I wonder if I can find simple language to describe it. I'll do my best. I think. I mean, here's the thing. I think the human experience is layered and is does have both and has the light and the dark. So there's no way to avoid the dark. And so the question is, what is there to be harvested in the dark that enables us to really enjoy and also recognize that the light doesn't come without the dark, I guess, is that, um, I don't know, you... T- you tell me, what has the dark done for you? I mean, how did, how have you taken it and used it to understand the light? I just keep coming back to gratitude. You know, um, I found my gratitude practice in grief, in brokenness, in darkness. And so what I've learned through my darkness is, one, that the light always returns. And two, that I need to be more appreciative of the light while I have it. And I'm trying in my own like personal healing journey not to normalize either or just allowing things to be what they will, allowing myself to like try to find the gratitude in in both and also to just like really be with whatever is in front of me. And like you said, going on walks, there is no distraction. And what I realized before I started walking, well, what I've realized on my walks (laughs) is that before I started walking, I was constantly distracting myself from sitting with the feelings, sitting with the pain, sitting with the joy and the successes. I was constantly in a state of distraction. And when I started walking, it's like, oh, I'm here. I have to be present. I have to be alert. I have to know where I'm have a sense of where I'm going so I can find my way back home. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and also I can't run from myself, Mm-mm. which is why I normally don't walk with people because, you know, distraction, people want to talk, they want to catch up, they want to ideate and be creative. And that's beautiful. And there's a time and a place for that. But most of the time I'm like, oh no, we got some stuff to walk through. 
and not just bad stuff, like exciting stuff that I haven't given myself permission to even celebrate. I love that. I also, as you were talking, I was thinking, isn't it interesting for me, I place judgment on the dark and the light, meaning the dark is hard, maybe even bad, right? It's hard. It's challenging. It's, I always use these language, prickly, scratchy. It's unpleasant. I would like to do my best to not feel that as much as possible. And I want to be in the light and joy and play and ease. And I think I've applied sort of a layer of judgment to each, which is, gosh, if you spend too much time in the dark, you know, are you stuck there? Is that, you know, do you need support to you? And I think part of the walking for me is putting it down, the judgment around either. One isn't good. One isn't bad. They are. They exist. They reside. They are, you know, part of the human experience. And so I think for me on my walk, you know, I, I heard me talk about sort of the lessons from a headwind. I was out for a long walk yesterday. I turned the corner and there was a stinking cold headwind. And I got so grumpy. I was like, oh my gosh, I have to walk all the way back with this damn headwind. And again, it's one of those lessons. In a way, that's the dark, right? That's hard. It's heavy. It was, it made my walk really a lot less pleasurable physically. But, you know, again, the lesson, it's going to show up. We can't do anything about it. And so to be in the moment of that headwind, here it is. It's like other things in life. There are headwinds in life. And as you beautifully said, the light will come. This walk won't go on forever. The headwind won't go on forever. So you know what? I am here. The dark isn't bad and the light isn't good. They are. And the question is, how do we show up and be I am in each space equally and with sort of an open heart, right? There's a lot to be learned in the dark. There's a lot to be learned in the light and they both coexist. And how do I host them both equally without judgment? I love that. What tea are you drinking today? I am drinking a Sencha Jasmine, which is really grassy and tingly. I don't know that I love it, to be perfectly honest, um, but I have it. And I'm drinking it out of a Cat and Roger mug, which is a really earthy, uh, when you hold it, you feel the sand in the clay. Although I'm waiting for my Alex L mug, Miss Potter. I'm waiting for those tea mugs. <laughs> <laughs> I will make you a mug. Okay. So Alex, what tea are you drinking? I am drinking a mint and fennel tea with fresh mint leaves that my neighbor propagated for me. So now I have my own like little mint plant. <laughs> and then the tea base is a mint by Alea, Alaya. I don't know how to pronounce it. A-L- AYA brand and it has mint leaves and sweet fennel. It's just a just a herbal and it's in this really cute mug by Wayfaring Women Ceramics. This black woman potter makes um and it's good. It's beautiful. It's such a beautiful color too. Sort of terracotta color. Terracotta with like black lines on it. It's really, it's really lovely. It feels good in the hand. It's also kind of gritty. And Sandy, like your mug. So mm, I love that. Well, I love talking to you. 
I love talking to you. We'll we'll talk again next week. Yeah, we sure will. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. This Morning Walk podcast is produced by me, Wayne Bertram. Me, Alex L. And me, Libby Delena. If you enjoy the show, please be sure to rate, subscribe, and review. Your support is greatly appreciated. Don't forget to follow This Morning Walk on Instagram for weekly journal prompts and photos from our walks. Until next time. Take care. Thanks, Thanks for, for walking, walking with us. us.